Welcome to Thought Like it was a blink of an eye. One day she was doing it, and then the next day yeah. she wasn't. Like yeah. one day she's like, you know, chasing me down to hold her hand, right. and then the next day she's kind of pulling her hand away because yeah. she's walking in. She doesn't want to see her her friends to see that, like you know, she's yeah. holding hands with her dad, and yeah. it's like just that fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, so. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm trying to remember that as much yeah. as you can, man. Um, because and haven't gotten to that stage, so mm-hmm. they they're still holding my hand, but. You know, even just the progression from not talking to talking or now just talking back and, you know, not trying to be the black dad that's beating their kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't do it anyway. That's, but, you know, like. That's tricky, too, because I actually yeah. get into uh and I never even introduced you because we jumped right into <laughs> yeah, no it. No doubt. No doubt. Um, <laughs> really quick before we get back into it. Uh, shout out to our uh, sponsors at Catalyst Case. Welcome back to another episode of Thought Hack, and I'm like so grateful to have. Uh, I've I met Steve Royster uh, a couple years ago. I think I invited you onto a panel yeah. I was doing, mm-hmm. and ever since me just taking a closer look at what you and the team at Mocafy does, looking into fintech, you guys having this focus on um, communities of color like all of the work you guys do um is incredible incredible and i'm like i admire the the grit it's not easy to kind of like lock in because it's like sometimes it feels like from at least my point of view outside looking in it it feels like a losing battle sometimes Mm -hmm. but you guys keep up the good fight man Mm -hmm. uh thanks for coming on to the pod nah thanks for having me reds you know like you said since we met a couple years ago Mm -hmm. um just admire your hustle man you know i think you know, we're, we're never in anyone's pockets and wealth is how you define it. I mean, there's the technical yeah. definition, but, you know, I always look at anybody who's like, who has resources to pursue their dream. I'm like, you're doing it. I, you know what I mean? We're so we got 110%. highs and lows and who knows, like, yo, you're going to be up, you're going to be down. But, you know, from the space here to the clothing store to the real estate, like, I appreciate it, you man. know, the content, like, yo, you doing it, bro. Like, and I don't even need to know. Or yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. know. But like, yeah. I'm just like, that's what life is about, man, to just be able to pursue. So I, I, the, I appreciate that. And that an ties example. into the, the kids right, right, situation right. because I, I didn't really start kicking up until I had a, a kid. Like that kind yeah. of switched everything. And it it gives me, a, it gives you a gear, man, that you didn't know you had before. Bro, I'm feeling, and it's like, you know what it is? Like, I, I want to say, I know I always had drive. Well, I, not always, but for long enough before I had kids, I had to drive. But, and I, I imagine you know this, like alignment is so key. Like, you know, like if you just down, it's like, what's the one thing? You should always be thinking like this, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, what's sure. the one thing? You need to do today to make whatever progress it is. I feel like that's how it is with our two daughters. It's just like you gotta focus on you. It's your it's your job to be successful, bro. Like yeah. you don't have a choice. Like you gotta get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like having kids forces you to look at the world without you in it because yeah. usually you wouldn't. Right, Outside right. of your kids, why right. would you even care what happens right. when you're gone? Right, right. And as right. soon as that baby is born, regardless of if I'm here, if I'm not here, or whatever's going on, I need to make sure you're all right. Right, right. 
Right. Yeah. And right. And set you up so that, you know, look, you know, we're all going to have struggle. Um, but just set you up to have the options to deal with whatever is coming that's, your way. That's that's a big thing. And that's just a big, I mean, that's Mokafi's work. Yeah. It's like just having the options, man, because we're all going to face our trials and trauma, mm -hmm. real just like financial crisis. But like, even if you don't have the bread, do you have the mental capacity? Do you have a friend? Do you have just like the belief Bro, like you can get out of yep. it because you see other people doing it. You got a little bread or whatever resources you have. I think man. you touched on it, and the the at the core of it, it's choices and options, mm -hmm. and whether or not you have those. And nine times out of ten, people feel like they they only have like shitty choices and shittier choices. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's a powerful idea to be able to give your kids like real choices. Yeah, options. That that's the name of the game. Because, you know, all the other stuff is just the, out, the, the, the result of that. But really, it's about choices. What do you want to do every day? Mm -hmm. And to what, you know, and to the highest extent, can, how, how can you actually define what your day is? That's wealth, right? Like, you know, we all at some point, because everything's collaborative, you know what I mean? And so there are a few people who I guess you could say answer to no one. You have so many resources, but not even that's not true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Elon Musk, and not that I'm a huge fan of him personally, but just even whatever's playing out with his mastermind of you know acquiring Twitter is mm -hmm. like they're still there's you still don't have all the information. So if you don't have all the information, you gotta network and collaborate. Even if you're a billionaire, you have all the resources, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. at an extreme level. So it's just like we all have that. However, um, having enough to just direct your day to say, here's my goal and I can pursue that. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, just to, um, you know, it's you have this debate and I don't, I think this, I believe it. I don't know how real it is always, but that's faith. Like, as a black person, a black man, black woman, you know, a lot of the things that happen to us in the extremes, the George Floyds of the world, Buffalo to, you know, to a certain extent, not really, but like. That took a lot out of me. I thought I was completely desensitized to violence, man. Not, and man. that, uh, that was, that was another level, man. Well, so that, and that's, this question is what I'm going to say, kind of like, but it's like when you have resources to a certain extent, you can navigate out of certain things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And this is not to knock any of my brothers. Since we all, like everybody, if you're here, generational African-American, you, somebody went through something. But it's like, if you have resources, you at least have a choice to actually be mobile to put up a barrier not to be in that place, right? And and it's a tricky, complex thing. Not that, and I don't even have the answers, but it's like, do targeted that the neighborhood because it's black. And then when you start getting into the economic infrastructure, the food desert around tops, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Was the only place in a black neighborhood really where you could get groceries, right? Mm -hmm. And then you deal with the economic issues, the banking deserts, like, you know, it's by design where these places are, are, are structured. It's like- So many layers. Sometimes right? we can't like, we we can, Physically, mentally, we have the tools, but not everybody's going to get out and their things designed artificially to keep you in. So, like, mm -hmm. that's the part where it's like, 
You just want to get resources in place to make the choice. That don't even mean that I won't live in a black neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe it does, right? But I still have, you know, my culture and my values and I don't lose my people. I don't I don't get lost away from my people, but you you just you like being black and dealing with that shit just the trauma to your point. Like mm-hmm. that's what terrorism is. Like I don't have to now we are here. Mm-hmm. And and unless you know your family was there, we didn't lose anyone. But there's a trauma associated with that. So like, how do I just have the resources to deal with that shit? You know that I mean, I mean th- there's two sides of it, and the immediate reaction to something like Buffalo is there's so many layers. And to me, that connects to I was watching a documentary that was talking about uh, the effects of redlining, and when you look at like history in general, I would the first comparison that comes to mind is I was actually at Astroworld, the festival where the mm-hmm. all that other stuff mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. And earlier the day before that actual stampede, I was um in uh the general like it was like this general general VIP area and I guess people around the borders were just getting trapped and they couldn't yeah. move. So people started hopping the barriers just to like find a way to get out. So all of a sudden I find myself in this crowd of people and they're just pushing me in direct. I don't want to go in this direction, mm. but the the force and the tide of people are kind of pushing me this direction. And I look at history like that. Right, right. You're fighting it best you can, right, but it right. has this momentum mm-hmm. that's been going before you were even born. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. look at um the the um the life expectancy of african americans and um is directly tied to uh your zip code mm-hmm. because of what you're talking about with food deserts but also um the the env- environmental impact because 9 times out of 10 um if you're looking at any type of industrial area it it neighbors like a majority african american like mm-hmm. right. community right and that was purposely done back when it was redlining. And at the end of the day, if your grandmother lived in a place and your parents lived in a place, you might end up living in that place like mm-hmm. nine times out of ten. Right. So all of these things work against you. And again, before you're even born, this momentum is pushing you right. into that supermarket that day. Right. And you don't even know right. it. There's forces in the universe. Right coming together to make sure you're in the supermarket that that specific supermarket that day and there's this guy who's doing research and he's looking into census data and he's looking at like majority african-american communities and where he could do the most damage and the most hurt Mm -hmm. and this is almost recreational to him he's recording it and he's treating it like it's a video game and he's writing stuff on his gun there's almost nothing you could do about that on the one hand, I'm one of the first guys to be like, "Listen, man, you gotta you gotta work hard and you gotta fight mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm, gotta fight mm-hmm. and you gotta fight." But then it's like, <sighs> then what? Yeah, and like, you know, you know, one one route to go and is like, "Yo, go live in a white neighborhood." Yeah, because like, yo, like just on is some that survival an option shit. for everybody. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But Back like, to options. But, yeah, but it's like. And but then just as a black person and culture, and this doesn't mean like you can't be around, live around. Look, we're thirteen percent population. We yeah. all like we live together, and it's not about a single person. It's systemic, but there mm-hmm. are single people, right? You know, but like, dude did it. He mm-hmm. he was like, yo, where are the black people, right? So you went to where the black folks are, and this stuff. I mean, I'm just repeating what you said, but it's yeah. just design, right? So over time, then like you don't necessarily need it on the books anymore because 
if you live in a place where in the 60s to like even 73, probably like one of the last redlining sort of um, um, uh, legislation was taken off the table. But like by that point, you develop a lifestyle, a culture, this way you live, this way you're comfortable, right? You have history here, whether or not you even own a home there or not. But like this is just where you live, where you're comfortable. So now it's like... Well, I'm going to uproot and leave somewhere else. Then it's like, and then also, all right, I want to make a change for where I live. That's just a natural thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, but means you're still in danger. So it's off the books. Like the D's been done. That's why I say a lot of times too is like, yeah, you know, a, a conspiracy here, a conspiracy there. But like, it's not conspiracy. Like the shit is no, just, it's, it's just what it is, It right? And like, it takes a long time to undo these things and a lot of us are caught in the crosshairs and it's not about your your physical ability to achieve like obviously there's so many examples of like we all come from lesser than i don't care if if it was 20 years ago or you still first yeah. generation but it's you know everybody's not going to make it just like everybody in life doesn't make it but it's like when you start in 10 spaces behind or 10 miles behind whatever it is it's just it's tragic, man. This shit still happens today. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that I could get like at first it, it just started off in a place where I was just like, I just don't want my kids to have to get yeah. out the mud. That right. was that was right. the base of it. Like right. I just I at least right. want to give them a head start. Right. That's what I can do. Right. Get them to a place where I might not be the millionaire, right. but I could start this thing that where they end up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. won't have to get it out the mud. I'm going to leave them enough assets where they can leverage that. And then, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then as, I mean, I work hard, so I'm not going to say it's lucky, but it's it's a little bit of luck. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and as things started going well and I could start to see a space where I'm like, okay, like we might be able to get to this place where I know for a fact that if something happens to, to me tomorrow, like my kids are good. Yeah. It's like it's almost a relief. You can almost breathe a little bit easier because it's like I, if I, God forbid, something happened to me, I could like rest because mm-hmm. I know I did, I did what I had to do. They're they're cool. They're straight. And then you still kind of low key, you're still leaving them in this world though. Yeah, yeah. and they still got to deal with yeah. the nonsense. And the, I I shelter them to a degree. They don't understand fully what it means to have to deal with like you know certain like socioeconomic like hardships that a lot of other people just mm-hmm. take for granted mm-hmm. my kids walk in the house open the fridge and it's like right <laughs> you know what i mean what's up like there's no the apple juice you know I mean? <laughs> the apple juice is finished before the apple juice hits empty magically there's another full yeah, bottle of right. apple juice there that's their right, experience right, right right if there isn't there's hell to it. Like right. what is happening What's right now? On? Like yeah. my my world is starting to crumble. This is what I drink, and right. you guys are right. Where are the snacks? Right. Where's the food? I like to eat this and this and this. <laughs> right. I like to have options. I need at least three different juices I could choose. It's, right. Right. And that's not everybody's reality. Yeah. 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 We're we're fortunate, man. Yeah. I, you know, and it's you just think about it every day. I mean, having kids is such a selfish act. I feel like I'm always just making up for wow. it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because they didn't ask to be into this shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and like, I, obviously, I love my kids. My wife and mm-hmm. I adore them, man. But like, 
your job now to your point is just like damn what can you do to make it better for them because you brought them here you know what i mean it's so it's so simple but it's like so selfish man um, i feel like we're never going to change the world and it's like yeah right it it, it right. it's a hurtful thought and i'm going to ask you something you don't have to answer it yeah yeah um I was I was reading some articles and this has been coming for a while about the the founder of Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and the uh, the tax returns came out. There's always been like mm-hmm. talk and suspicions or whatever, and I think most people wanted to give everybody involved the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. The tax returns came out. Some people are still giving the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of in a space where I'm like, yeah, this is really hard right, to defend. Right, to right, me. right, right. What? What are your thoughts on it before I get into my next point? Um, I, I um I, I have a saying in my house is um not that unique, but like nobody cares. Yeah. So do I think Black Lives Matter started, you know, um with the right intention? Yes, of course. But people are out for them. And so I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Um I'm not surprised, but I try not to put, I don't put my faith in people. I put my faith in myself. I I would like to think that I would never do, I I know I would never do anything like that. You know, um, but you have to, you have to build, you have to have your moral compass and you have to create the resources for you and your family where an individual, although they led a great movement and led great awareness, and I think that in and of itself was great for what we needed at the time, you're not impacted by one person's individual move or your faith. Your faith is not in Black Lives Matter is going to save me, even though it's my black life. It's it's a movement. It's it, it's one step in helping us have some recognition, some agency, us to deal with the trauma, to speak. Um, but I'm not surprised. That's what people do. And, you know, and so it's fucked up. Um, but it's just history tells you that people are sinful. People don't always have, don't always tell the truth. The flip side is I just try to pay attention to the message. It's like the black church almost. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? That's like, another one. Yeah, it's you the same thing. Like, bro, I love the, I love the black church from a historical perspective the culture obviously everything damn near we get from a musical perspective is church down to anything you're listening to now right i can go to church and dig on the music even just the vibe i could dig on a reverend's lesson but i don't believe in that man like you know i'm just like in general like i don't i don't expect anybody to be a moral compass. I can take sort of examples and lessons. Certain people you can, you know, um, but I'm never surprised, I guess. So that's just my reaction. Um, and also, you know, and again, I say these things and I'm I'm always searching for the answers. So I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I try to read. I read. I pay attention to history and I try to, you know, do the best as we were talking about for our family. But um it's it's just it's tough to say. It, it, it's tough to say, man. It's just I, I guess the thing I was gonna say is like 
I think a common refrain is like, damn, you fucked it up for black people because now people don't trust us. But yeah. I'm like, yo, a white man who was already not trusting you don't give a fuck about Black Lives Matter anyway. Like, we got to stop worrying about what people think because the truth is like, we have allies, right? If that, if you had an ally, you had an ally. Mm-hmm. If you think Black Lives Matter, this person in Black Lives Matter stealing dough is representative of all black people, now you're not fucking with me. You weren't with me in the beginning. It's just ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So at a certain point, like, we got to just learn how to navigate this system. It's unfair mm-hmm. and way more barriers, but getting acceptance playing respectability politics with people who don't really have your interests and to go as far as will actually create barriers for you just doesn't do me any good. So I don't even play into it. You know what I mean? I feel like everybody, everyone's fighting for like the moderates, like the first thing out of like, you know, I'm thinking about. So the tricky thing is if it was if it was black nine, like miscellaneous black nonprofit number 12, Mm -hmm. I don't think it would hit as much, but it being called Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. almost like, and it's not even like the only chapter. They have a bunch of different mm-hmm. chapters and everything, mm-hmm. but people will tie the nonprofit to the ideology. Yeah. And if you're some, if you're one of those people who donated yeah. into that that ninety million dollar pot they had, mm-hmm. you're probably not gonna. You're gonna read that and whatever like hope you had in something like that happening or whatever donations you might have made to an actual charity that was going to go out and try their best to make a difference you're probably not going to do yeah this time and i feel like that's that's what's detrimental i feel like that's fair i agree with that i agree with that like yeah on the one hand black lives matter Obviously, Black Lives Matter. 100%. The ideology was there and, and promoted. I mean, it's a it's a, it's great a shame slogan. we even have to say it. You have right. It's a shame you got to say it. Yeah. But it's it's a great tag. It's a great description of the movement, and that stands regardless of what the 110%. principles did. But you're right. Um, that's part. That part. Now, you made an excellent point. I agree with you. That's part of your responsibility if you're going to be an activist, an advocate doing what you can in your individual life for our people, mm-hmm. then you got to be on an up and up because now you're messing yeah. up the next person who could exactly. come behind you, the it's Will Smith fair. syndrome. <laughs> it's not fair, but every time right. I walk into a room and I know I'm going to be the only black person there, mm-hmm. one of the things on my mind is like, I'm, I don't want to fuck this up for the next guy. Or can, I don't want to yeah. fuck this up for everybody. Or I feel like I'm the, in that room, I'm the representative yeah. of yeah. us or yeah. our culture or whatever it is. And it's not fair. We shouldn't have to carry that burden because no one else really does. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. But and, I, but don't. But my only. I, and I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on like how I would carry myself, how I carry mm-hmm. myself. But if you find that somebody didn't do it, don't let that deter you. That's oh, the no, flip. No, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, won't yeah. personally. But mm-hmm. again, we're playing. Here's the tricky thing about I think the whole African American like struggle or gender, whatever you want to call it. Just being black. <laughs> being black in general. And what we're doing culturally, we don't play the game. And there are times where I feel like we feel like we're exempt from the game. And unfortunately, not playing is still playing. It's just playing badly. What do you mean we don't play the game? The game in terms of if you look at um, like coalitions, like mm-hmm. we, we're not 
when we're when we're putting a movement together, we're marching, mm-hmm. and then when the march is done, it's like, all right, good job, everybody, pats on the back, and then everybody goes home mm-hmm. like we did something, like nothing. Mm-hmm. You might have brought attention to it, but like the work's not done. Like I feel like one of the things I would, the example I keep going back to is like the Tea Party movement mm-hmm. and how. That was a movement that turned into a semi-political party that attached itself to the Republican Party and basically changed the traje- trajectory of how they approach politics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They put up their own, like I believe that following year, they had like maybe five five candidates running for office. Mm-hmm. They're playing the game. Mm-hmm. They're they're putting together super PACs. Mm-hmm. They're they're pushing like and Black Lives Matter. I think they did have some lobbyists, but then what what are they lobbying for? As soon as you get called into question or whatever, like you have to stay squeaky clean. Now, like they're disavowing any type of connection or mm-hmm. whatever's going on with that. When you look at the way we we play around with uh the the corporate side, mm-hmm. I feel like and the one thing I will say is like I feel like Mochify is playing the game while staying relevant to the culture and everything mm-hmm. you're you're basically going into the system and trying to change things from the inside versus like a lot of us that just complain about it and and think somebody's going to come along if we suffer enough and be like you know what y'all had enough man we're gonna yeah that shit ain't happening never but, but we but the but the yeah i guess the flip the other side of it is we just don't have the bread mm-hmm. Collectively, systemically, collectively, on a macro level, yeah, you could point out individuals, but I mean, the median black household has one tenth the wealth of a white household. One hundred and ten percent. So, so that's black. So now we thirteen percent of population with one tenth the wealth, but even in that thirteen percent, one thing that we always say, and I understand from like an agency perspective, but I hate it from a coalition building perspective when we like. Yo, black people aren't a monolith. Like we need to be a monolith. We we kind of have. We to need be. to be a monolith. Like we need. Like if you are, if you are a black person, whether um, ADOS, generational African American, or you came here and identify because mm-hmm. colorism is real. No matter mm-hmm. your path here is different, but we all feel it. Like everybody, we need a monolith on one accord to say, yo, we need to put all the resources and the money in the pot to mm-hmm. fight. Racism, 110%. supremacy, but like everybody doesn't think it. Like, so we'll have like the thirteen percent of the population already don't. We don't have the bag to uh, compare to a super pack from the Tea Party, yeah. and we don't have the same. But look thought. at the. But look at the the assets, the the access, and the resources, and like just culturally, African Americans. On a, you can't think of any other group of people on a global scale that basically control and move culture, pop culture, music, yeah. like everything cool or in or whatever is going on is African Americans. But we don't own the culture to profit off. That's of it. and that's part of so, the game. So, but that's why I say I don't like. You can't save your way to that. Like you no. can't save your way to wealth. You can't like no mat no amount. Of um right well, right now, I mean you gotta start in steps. But we could create all the culture we want. I'm a hip hop head, bro. Like, yo, yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a culture. I'm yo, it's, it's my life, right? Mm-hmm. But like 
if you don't have the economic resources consolidated in a way to move the needle, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How like, do we make that change, you think? I really don't know, bro. Like, I mean, I guess I think of, and I and I don't want to say this, like, I, and I keep prefacing this because I'm a lifelong learner, and so you're trying to figure mm-hmm. it out. But this, I guess this idea of, and I don't know if this is the right term to explain it, it just comes to me, but like, this sort of collective individualism, I guess. Like, so yeah. as an individual, like we were saying, let's take care of our family. Just get in a position where we're in the black, yeah. <laughs> right? To whatever that black is. Rick Ross got a black, I got a black, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just get in the black. As long black. as you're not in the red. Bro. Yeah, like yeah. get, and if you're in the red, work to get to the black, mm-hmm. right? Try to like take care of your family to a point where you guys can navigate a bit. Like you, like we gonna feel a trauma and it's gonna be tragedy because, like you said, in Buffalo, you live like like what could you? There's nothing you could do, right? Like, so get to that point, and then if we're all individually just getting ourselves to be mobile to the next step and have some in and in, in individually doing that, then maybe we could come collectively to pool the resources if we all have the same mindset. But and like I think it's priorities too. But, like I, I think it's education priorities and yeah, I think that's where we we yeah. take our own community to task where it's just like and I hate to be this guy because I don't ever want to pocket check or tell people how to live or mm-hmm. bro, do you really need that? Do you really need that right there? You know what I mean? Or do you need to buy that there? If you do need it, you can't. You couldn't buy that from a black-owned spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know how. I believe is correct, but like I've been wrong before. The black dollar circulates in our community. I believe yeah. one time versus the yeah. Jewish community or the Italian community or whatever. They're patroning their communities. They're building restaurants and servicing those right. the people in their community in schools and. Uh, convenience stores like if you go to our communities the the stores and the the businesses that we go to aren't run by us yes not on the same yeah. order mm. it's it's just a but but you, you i think i get i would say this it takes time i think i think the the message that i agree with in terms of did you have the buy did you have to spend this versus mm. something else I think has resonance with me from a mental state. So, so to your point, just mm-hmm. being on the same page, thinking as a monolith and like just my daily walk, I'm going to support black owned because it's just a thought. So if yeah. that's if that's within you, if that's a goal to say, hey, I'm going to live my life from a position of empowering black folks and just making these micro choices to do that, I think over time that can bubble up where we have a co- a political coalition where maybe we can have the funds to do something. Like so like that individual mm-hmm. thing. I think that makes sense. Um that makes sense. I don't know if that but but the but the truth is we're starting from behind. See, it's not the activity. No, 110%. It's like, yo, if I mean, only 40-something, you know, 50 years ago, you couldn't really own a black business. I have family who own black businesses, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm saying on the books, banks, redlining, permitting, just general people, just the terrorism you had to deal with was so much more stark that it just creates a 
an environment where it's difficult to start it. It's not that mm-hmm. you can, and we got so many well, yeah. examples of it, Tulsa, Oklahoma, to you know all the communities, yeah. and it, and. I, my, my analogy good, is always it, it deals it, it's it's a trauma right I, it's a trauma it's not about it is about education it is about educating because not everybody knows mm-hmm. but like we have black folks who are educated know how to make money right mm-hmm. we have black folks who are educated and teach and are entrepreneurs and do and create culture and cultural culture is like our creation and export to the world to your point right mm-hmm. but terrorism and trauma is real. Like it only took one nine eleven. You still can't go to the airport without taking your shoes off. Yeah, one nine eleven. This shit yeah. ain't even happened no more. Yeah. And what was that? Two thousand what? One. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Wait, wait no. it was September eleventh. September eleventh, two thousand one. Right. Like. Yo, so how many years was that? Like we talking twenty two years ago? Mm. Still feeling it. I'm. Lo- I'm. But looking- you answered your own question though. Because you have to look at it like how much money was being lost while consumer confidence was in the basement. You look at the how quick they caught the, and this kind of, I'm not saying it's not him or people had doubts or whatever was going on, the 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 subway bomber or and that shooter guy, how quickly that guy was caught. Yeah. How much money was the subway system losing every day people didn't feel safe going down there? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So anything involving a dollar amount or tied to someone's bottom line is going to get handled. Not well, yeah. I guess I'm just talking about yes, I agree with yeah. that. I'm I'm thinking more about just your mental state yeah. and what you believe you can do. I actually think that the the key to wealth, like the path and how to get there is documented. Mm-hmm. We know that. How do you create wealth? Is ownership. If you're talking about in America in and of itself, Home ownership, entrepreneurship, the markets, stock market, crypto, all this, whatever it is, like it's ownership and equity, right? Get resources, right? So what stops people? The information is there. Mm-hmm. A lot of us really intuitively know, right? Like you know, if you're spending your money on this and you know whatever it is, yeah. right? Like the J's to the drinking, whatever it is, whatever you doing, yo, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If you don't have enough resource after the month you know you're struggling like struggling it's the belief that you can do it and i'm not and i'm and, and i'm not making an ex- it's not an excuse because no, we right. can get out of it but black people in america have a trauma that is very different than other races and it takes us time to get out the trauma even when we're doing well and i think that's connected to your point to say hey well the tea party had a train of thought, a collective body of thought, mobilized that into political power. But people in the Tea Party don't deal with the trauma. Like, you know what I mean? Like, your your father, grandfather, wasn't killed if you didn't adhere to the black code. Didn't have to migrate from the South to Detroit, to New York, to L.A., just to, like, not be under the threat of being killed. We talking about 60s, 70s. And then just the microaggressions of just living that, and we are still successful, right? But like just those microaggressions, it fucks with you mentally. You and I deal with it, and I would say like we're doing okay. Like mm-hmm. we're not where we want to be, but like yo, we making it, right? Yeah. And we deal with the trauma because like you see Buffalo yeah. and you like, 
Yo, like, perfect example. Like, I live in Jersey City, right? I'm from Jersey City originally. We're there. Me and my wife met. You know, we got two little ones, and we were kind of doing our own thing. And I'm like, you know, you know, Jersey City is is in the black community. It looks a lot like a lot of black communities. What I would say, it's so tricky. It's so complex. It's never easy. It's like so the 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 effects. One of the I hate to say this. It's not a positive. One of one of the one of the um, derivatives of gentrification is that you have diversity, and so you're not as much of a target, like somewhere in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And so, like that's like when it's like, okay, do you live in a diverse neighborhood? Not because I'm trying to assimilate with some people. Not because I'm giving up my blackness, yo. I'm I'm me, bro. Like mm-hmm. you don't like I'm me, and mm-hmm. I'm black, and I love my culture. I ain't my kids black. Like mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, whoever. Like I'm just like I'm in. Not that that really means anything, but I'm black and I love my culture. But it's like as part of the navigation, it's like you got to put yourself in situations where maybe you are not a threat. You know what I mean? If you look at just on a systemic level, just even police, policing, Jersey City isn't necessarily over police like some other neighborhoods would be near us. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like advocating for police, but I'm just like, yo, like... You it's mentioning not the that, same. You mentioning that is here's what's so crazy, right? So I was in LA last week. Yeah. And I'm I'm like right by the 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 Hollywood Hills and mm-hmm. like you know, we're hanging out in the area. Mm-hmm. I'm driving around and Steve, I swear to you, the whole time I was there, I never saw one cop. Right. I'm I'm busting U turns. Right, nothing right. nothing too crazy. Right, I'm, I'm right, right. <laughs> but I'm parking illegally, right, so on right. and so forth. I'm running across the Everything is chill, right. you know what I mean? I'm running to grab my fresh pressed juice, right, right. parked in the middle, like I'm wilding. Right. Over here, my, my car would have been told a million mm-hmm, times mm-hmm, already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have I never saw one cop, but, not once. Right. And then I asked somebody where they were at, and they were like, oh, cops don't really hang around here, bro. They're over by Englewood and South Central. And because, yo, because historically, systemically, and again... It ain't because it's not about the individual, but when you join the system, the culture of the police systemically is to control, right? It's yeah. not protecting and serving, it's controlling the order. And so, if black people are out of order, you're gonna be targeted and fucked with. Yeah. And, and now, but, but it's like you gotta navigate like states, cities, little communities where maybe in your daily walk, shit is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not, and like, it could yeah. switch from Hollywood Hills to Inglewood, but yeah. like, you can be in sort of diverse neighborhoods where you might give up the, I'll speak for myself, like, you mm-hmm. give up if you want to, and I'm saying you have to. This is me, Steve. Mm-hmm. I love being around black people. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to walk out my house and see my culture that I'm proud of, right? Like, and just, that's just my culture. That's what I'm used to. Anybody can be used to that culture. That doesn't, I'm not, I don't knock anybody, right? Doesn't mean I can't be around white folks or anything. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, I just dig my culture. Like, yo, if I could walk outside and my neighbor playing Shimmy Shimmy Ya by ODB, like, yo, I'm feeling that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, just as an example, yeah. right? Because that's just me. But you give up some of that to be in a space where maybe you don't have to deal with that. And you can still get got. You can still get got. You know what I'm saying? Dr. Gates got got walking in his building. You know what I mean? In his home. But like the chances sometimes are less, right? Like if you Jay, Jay can move in a certain way. 
that the cops ain't really fucking with him unless That's he not just a part of his wilding. everyday life. Yeah, yeah. it's like you could still get got. You black. It's not, 100%. and he got a, and he's got a. I would believe that I don't know Jay Z, but he's got a conscious thought in what he does, even if he makes yes. mistakes and we don't agree. Is black, but he is above that because he got the resources to navigate. I don't know if this is going to blow your mind or not, <laughs> right? But again, I was having a conversation out in LA. I'm talking yeah. to people. And one of the things I was told, and it connects to that same documentary I was telling you about, about okay. like, you know. What's the, the name of the documentary? You remember? Uh, I'm going to see if later. I can't yeah, text yeah, it to hit you. Hit me, yeah. Because um, I was just, like, the TV was just on. I'm the same way, I'm going to get you the information. Yeah, yeah. Um. Because I know, like you know, it's it's like streaming, so there's an order, so I could just go back and track what I was I do the what same was on. Thing. <laughs> so there was basically saying like uh, the the EPA in regards to like uh, doing studies and all this other stuff, and there are these like nonprofits that deal specifically with like any type of thing having to do with the environment and it being detrimental to animals mm-hmm. and uh, nature and so on and so forth. But when brought the information of, oh, by the way, it's impacting African-Americans in these communities and blah, blah, blah. They're like, "Uh, well, we don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know if we do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when when they did interviews or when they were asking um, people who like ran industry and so on and so forth, why why here? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Why do it through these communities? They showed a map. Where they were running like an oil pipeline, right? Mm-hmm. And the fastest way to anything is a straight line. Mm-hmm. But it kind of stopped at this neighborhood and then went around this neighborhood, cut through another neighborhood, right. and then came back around. And they're like, right. "But why do that?" And they're like, "Well, it's the path of least resistance, right? Because because black lives don't and, matter. And if you run through <laughs> this neighborhood, right. people are going to complain. Right. They will go to city council mm-hmm. meetings mm-hmm. and." Mm-hmm. These are taxpayers. Mm-hmm. So now fast forward to me being in LA, I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, yo, it's crazy. There's like, where the cops at? So on and so forth, South Central, blah, blah. Later in that same conversation, they're like, the other reason too is you never know who you're pulling over. So they're they're careful up here because mm-hmm. you might pull over the wrong person. Mm-hmm. You might pull over somebody that's somebody. Mm-hmm. And you don't you right, don't want to deal know. with that. Right, right. You're right. gonna go where I know you don't know nobody. Right. I know like this is right. Who are you gonna complain to? Right. Cause your life doesn't matter if you yeah. don't have the resources, mm-hmm. you don't have you can't navigate mm-hmm. and it just goes back to the same thing. Like mm-hmm. you're just starting from so many steps behind when the system itself was designed to keep you out. So you just mm-hmm. we just fight in that battle and like every we, we instance it way, doesn't man. matter. We, we gotta find a way. We I, I you know, you know what? I mean, I'll say this, man. I we think, have every excuse and all of them are valid. Yeah. Every everything is working against us. Right. But I feel like that struggle, I would almost not give that up because that makes me me. Like I feel like I could deal with the, yeah. the stuff I've been through and seen, I could deal with anything. Well, see, well, well, no. So, all right, so let me clarify, too, because yeah. I agree. Let me clarify. One, I am I think they're just reasons why things are the way they are. Mm-hmm. I think the reasons are systemic. And so, like, no individual person is going to be able to change the systemic um, reality that black folks are disproportionately behind economically so all of these are like economic issues right 
So what we have to do, I'm a proponent of reparations. I don't know. I'm an advocate for, if nothing else, to study the history of yeah. it. Um, the color of law is a great resource. That that would that breaks that's never happening. So, but, but I this wish, is, but, but it's the, never happening. People said we would never be free. People said we would never have Jim Crow overturned. It may not. I use it as a historical compass yeah. to understand the reasons to help navigate individually. That's mm-hmm. what I think we have to do, right? So, like, because the truth is, if you have Is in it, it, I think it gets misconstrued, and you said excuse. I I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. It's a reasons. Like if no, so, that's if you true. don't know, I that, agree with that. you got to know the history of why. Because I think the flip side happens. Because it's just individuals. Like if you believe that everything was equal and we're just failing, then you might not believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. I know better. I know that racism is just a marketing tactic mm-hmm. to have free labor. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when America was founded in the colonial period, you had white and black indentured servants. When they came together, the only way, to your point, to tell who was who was the black people because the white people were the colonists. So you didn't know who was. Like, if I'm an indentured servant and I break out, and there's a great battle that I'm forgetting, me and Post put the lake up. So there's a yeah. battle that happened where the laws were on the books that said, yo, you know, we can't have all of this different mix of people uprising against this colonial system because we're trying to suppress people and make bread, send our money back to Britain and take this over. Whoever, you know, had, um, you know, the the, the planter class and the, and, and the colonists, right? So color was just used as a way to distinguish a certain class of people to basically work for free. And then out of that, out of that strategy was born this narrative of, Black inferiority mm-hmm. and eugenics, which then evolves in a DNA to say you ain't shit. And it's okay to kill, rape, and terrorize people. So you don't have to do it to everybody, but now it's on the books. Now it's okay to redline you. Now it's okay to have mm-hmm. a new deal where like, you actually can't participate in home loans and get insured to buy homes. So like- it's, it's that's easier just to a, hurt people when you like dehumanize it's, them. It's right. It's just it's a ploy. But like after a while, nobody remembers the history. It's just mm-hmm. the way it is. So like I feel it's my duty to like yo nah. This the history. We already have examples of so many black people individually doing well. Your family, my family, mm-hmm. down to we keeping it hip hop, J to LeBron, mm-hmm. whatever. Like NBA, sports, business. It's so many examples that I don't need to make that example. It's almost like the counter to Black History Month. I'm not saying don't have Black yeah. History Month, but like, yo, I, I, we already proven that shit. It's like, if you still on like Black people are stupid, then I like or can't be successful. Like, I can't help you. I'm not even trying to talk to you. So now, what is it? It's not because we can't do. It's not because, and I don't know if there's a study of this, but I would imagine if you broke down just by race of people who are like working hard, trying to go to school, whatever, it's going to be the same right across the board. The fact is we're behind because systemically it was designed that way. So I'm just saying like, we got to have, you got to deal with that. We should be repaired for that. We should be. I'm not, it might not happen, but I'm saying use that as the compass. Yeah. To then say, all right, well, how do, if we know it's a systemic thing, even if we don't get the reparations, how do we do our thing to change the systems? Have you seen the show um, Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you see that, the reparations episode? The, is that on a new one? Yes. Yeah, I didn't one. see it yet. I'm, check it I, out. Yeah, I'm I didn't see gonna, it yet. I'm not going to Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, 
there was a another show I was watching too that you should check out called uh, "The Man Who Fell to Earth" or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there are certain things that the system is going to reject because it destabilizes the system. The system was built on X. Right. If you um, this was like I think a year ago or two years ago. It's about a year uh-huh. ago. Uh-huh. California was talking about this historic black beach. Uh-huh. That actually was owned by this black family. It was taken from them, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. Uh-huh. And long story short, they gave the beach back, which uh-huh. is amazing. That's like uh-huh. a, that's uh-huh. insane. Uh-huh. Now, imagine everyone having to give everything back and to have to like basically compound the loss on top of like, if I took X amount of dollars from you um during this period and let's fast forward like 50 60 years how much do i owe you now and then i have to add in like you know punitive damages and all that it would destroy the the like there's no way there's no way they would would let that happen i can't i don't have the math i don't have the math Man, America prints money. Yeah. We print money. No, I understand that, but then it's it's not just money. It's like it's like land. Like when the whole thing happened with the Holocaust, like the yeah. art that women they had to give property mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Now, if you bought this painting, you didn't know it was stolen, but you had to give that back. Well, but it's not. But I'm not. Yeah, but it's not zero sum though. So I like mm-hmm. I'm not. It's not taking. Like it's not a zero sum game because. And and these are economists that are much smarter than me. You know, we all trying to read and figure the thing out. Um, we did print money during the pandemic, though. To right, you print like this. I mean, money is created by just mm-hmm. printing money, right? Like, so and you have debt and all and all of it. We won't get into economics class, but if we can print money and create markets, then we can print money to repair some of the damage. And it's not and and in its and when you do that, the wealth gap actually impacts all of America, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're losing productivity that would contribute to the GDP and create economic um create economic opportunity and value for people who otherwise could, right? Mm-hmm. So in every in America, um um, benefits from that economically, right? Like, so if you got a population of people who are artificially on a systemic level marginalized and you create the resources for them to prosper, then the economy grows, right? So you're never going to yeah. be able to repair... Like, I'm not saying give me this painting and value that, mm. but there is some... It's, you'll never have an economic dollar to repair, Right. But there are studies. McKinsey has a great study of showing how, hey, if the if the if the wealth gap is closed, then here is the increase in GDP that America um, mm-hmm. would would realize. And so it's just an investment in a group of people who unconstitutionally were marginalized and cut out of the wealth of the company of the country. Will it happen? Probably not. I'm just mm-hmm. and I'm. But you're not taking from this white mm-hmm. person and giving it to the black person. Oh, so you're saying we're not talking about like individual? Well, you'd have to watch the episode because I don't want to ruin. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the government basically, like, okay, we feel like, yeah, we gotta, yeah. yo, we brought, like a stimulus. Yeah, this is fucking stimulus. Like, yeah. yo, nine eleven happened. Three thousand people tragically killed. 
New York, center of our economy. Mm-hmm. We got reparation, stimulus, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, to build that section of the economy back. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? There's a moral obligation, and so that and that's a way for me to deal with my trauma, right? Like, so it's there's a historical precedence, and there's a period of unconstitutional segregation on an economic level for Black people in this country. That's just a fact, right? So, so we can the, repair that. I'm, I'm thinking then the one thing I think we could do to push that conversation along would be to again there would have to be some sort of like mobilization where where like our vote isn't free anymore well you have yeah i mean our vote is yeah. taken for granted like everyone right. is like you're gonna vote democrat right. it's in the bag don't even worry about it well you got like, the down ballot strategies you yeah. know what i mean i think it takes some hurt in order to get to of course the success Are and we most to of be uncomfortable? no nah, nah, i don't not not on the and that goes back to the monolith because mm-hmm. i like i think certain people one just don't believe it can happen two is like yeah individually i could get my own and we can like you individually mm-hmm. there are enough resources even with the barriers that you can make shit happen for yourself and you'll no, be all right right but who's willing to have some sacrifice to get to that next point, we aren't like who would sacrifice. You know, you had a down ballot ADR strategy to not vote for Biden mm-hmm. and risk having another Trump just to make the statement to say, "Yo, you got to come to the table with some bread politically." But we one, we don't all think like I'm, that, and two, we scared. Like, I'm yo, we scared say, for another Trump. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say something that might be yeah. bugged out. Yeah, yeah, and- yeah. There's a lot of study around this that yeah. people should read, right. like right, you know, um, mm-hmm. HR the what's mm-hmm. it HR forty to just study the effects of reparations. There's a lot of stuff I but I, just I would love to say check that. that out. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. read that and do some yeah, research. Yeah. yeah, because I'm just talking right now. Right, right. I, I don't we know talking. Anything. Right, right, I, I don't right, know. right, right. Um, how how bad do you think it would have been if Trump were reelected? Like, how bad was Trump when yeah. he was in office? Do you feel like there's been much of a difference and how much worse uh-huh. do you feel like it would have been if he if I, he were reelected? Yo, I think it was the worst presidency that I've ever experienced. Yo, we got COVID because of Trump. Mm-hmm. Number one. Well, so I think of I think of the kids at the border, and and it and depends on where you stand morally. From my perspective, this country was built on people coming here, taking land, letting folks in to create value, which contributed to the United States being the biggest economic I power. might be wrong. I might be wrong, and I am no, I'm mm-hmm. not a Trump fan, but I think Trump wanted to close the country down before fuck, a lot of... Fuck Trump, yo. Really? I'm no, I'm not, I'm not a Trump fan <laughs> at all. He, yo, Trump, it, like... I'm, where I sit, I actually yeah. don't really fuck with politicians in general. You know what I mean? Yeah, to I feel me, you on that. to me, it's like they're one gang. They just wear different colors and they got different logos or whatever. At the end of the day, when they're done fucking us over, they go play golf together and have lunch, and they it's a game they're yeah. playing. In my mind, yeah, I I wouldn't generalize it that way, but I don't put my I don't put my faith in a politician changing yeah. my life. I think there's mm-hmm. certain like the, you know locally there are things you have to deal with locally. Once you get to the federal level and president, there's some agendas that they may fight for where you may, you know, may, where you may I see was, a change. How what I will say is this: I mean, Trump been racist a long time, going back uh, Central Five. So like, I'm just I'm just talking on a moral level, but, right? But you look but, at Biden and and Hillary; they were 
again, I'm not. This I'm is not t- me defending Trump. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, nah. Yeah. I, so I think there's a difference. I All think right. this, this. I think COVID is a prime example. Mm-hmm. There are, and everybody do their own education. This is of course, us. Like 110%. we read, and I'm not an expert, right? But there are always cases of um, pandemics or like um, 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 diseases that can turn into pandemics or an epidemic that are controlled, right? You had SARS happen, 100%. Ebola. Um, there were some that happened on all watches, Bush to Obama, what have you. Mm-hmm. And folks just took the data, looked at it seriously, took precautions and ended it. Mm-hmm. This COVID shit was the same way, yo. Mm-hmm. But he's so stupid mm-hmm. that... He's on TV talking about drinking Lysol. Like, that's no strategy. That was, that was, I'm saying that's how that the dude really thinks. He's not smart. That really he's not happened. smart. Like, yeah. like, And he's racist. But like, yeah. even if you take that to the side, he's not smart. Mm-hmm. So we're here where there could have been preventative measures to mm-hmm. stop a pandemic that he didn't do. Because one, he don't care. Like, yo, and if you and, and the point is you if you know if you don't know something and you're not a narcissist and stupid on top of it. You go find some data and some research mm-hmm. to try to draw a conclusion, and you listen to people who are experts in that yeah. area. Just forget the politics. I'm mm-hmm. saying, like, you know, COVID, for all the racism and all the, the things in this country that I believe are barriers, everybody felt COVID. Like, black folks felt it more because of economic reasons. But I'm saying nobody is, like, benefiting from the COVID. Like, I, this COVID conspiracy shit, like, nobody don't want that shit, yo. So he he allowed that she created the environment mm-hmm. To the point where it was too late. That shit was Trump. hundred percent. That shit was Trump. Border you can't argue. Clo- you can't argue Co- facts. Yeah, like that's just a fact. I think he dismantled the the infectious disease division. That whatever. And and yeah, yeah so like and 100%. then no, yeah, and medicine. By the way, like sidebar, like people talk about, oh, CDC, they said this, did this, and Fauci mm-hmm. said, yeah, like yo, medicine is trial and error. That's why they call mm-hmm. it practice. If of you course. don't know what what's happening, you have to study the trend, and you may be wrong. Mm-hmm. You go to a doctor today, they may not always know exactly what's wrong with you, so you take this protocol, take this behavior, check it. Mm-hmm. Manager, right? So I'm not saying anybody would know everything to do, but it was enough evidence and history to show that pandemic could be was coming and you did nothing. So that's one. The reason I, I'm sort of, well, I was on the space of like, I would have took the bullet just to show Democrats is not a given. And it sucks because, like, I feel You're like talking about voting the, down ballot, not voting for yeah, Biden. basically, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, Biden yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. Biden to me, and and Hillary to me, and I, I don't have anything against these two people personally, but like in terms of trends, I feel like when when you move, when popular opinion moves, I it doesn't really hit the same for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm with you, yeah. and but they don't matter too. I think we're on the same page. Like, I mean, you know. I'm, you know, people right. die for my right to vote. I'm gonna vote. Yeah. Um, I'm, but I, vote I don't. Every I don't. Time. I don't wear a Biden T-shirt. Like, yo, yeah. is he as bad He's, as Trump? No, the lesser, like, definitely the like, lesser of two evils. But I'm with you. I'm on some down ballot to show, like, because because from a at a fifty thousand foot level, at a level of what we were talking about earlier and trying to build a coalition that can turn into economic power because mm-hmm. politics is economics is mm-hmm. politics is just controlling the money that we all putting in which is why reparations is not yeah. taken from somebody but we yeah. you know right but, so but if but politicians they buy people's votes like they will go to a community yeah. and be oh, like yeah, hey yeah. We're, yeah. we're making promises yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we yeah. never hold them to 
the promises, but and then we don't have to because we feel like, listen, man, we right. we gotta right, right. go with them. Right, right, right. And well, be especially, but yeah. if you dealing, but if again, if you got on a systemic level, it's 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 a hard choice. I feel like Obama but, was who we want to be, and Trump is who we are. If we if you're looking at the United States, Trump is a mirror of. The, the oh, country you, you're dealing oh, with yeah. arrogance and oh, ignorance yeah. and we used to celebrate people yeah. who were smarter now it's like don't you think you're better than me or whatever i want someone smarter than me in office i don't want my president to be as intelligent as me i want someone like yo this is this is above my pay grade i want you to be that guy yeah you know what i mean yeah, I mean... So that was the downside with Trump. Because I was just like, this guy is going to get us killed. Yeah, I, you know... Yeah, there's there's no easy answer, man. I just, you know, I... I think... We, in order to have any kind of political power, you have to be... Have enough people thinking the same yeah. to want to mobilize. And I think black people in America, particularly generational african-american folks who come from um who who are descendants of slaves some of us it's 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 a tricky it's a tricky um environment country a place to navigate mm-hmm. there is real trauma that we suffer to today to the wheat buffalo as an example yeah. and so when you suffer trauma like that and i get into this debate you know like there are things like Kanye and like like as an example like like mm. yo bro I just can't I can't fuck with that yeah you know the ten percent maybe that I can give him the five percent as a black person although I don't really believe this for him I'm just using it as an extreme and I don't know the brother but it's hard to navigate we all trying to navigate this thing because there's so many barriers put in place around our color that other folks don't have to deal with. So so one is That's like, right. let me get the paper here and like, let me just do it myself and have it in my mindset that I can push through anything and it's going to be all right. Or we never getting reparations anyway, so I'm not going to vote and what does it matter mm-hmm. when maybe it could. Mm-hmm. Or you got somebody else who's just like straight selling out like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm just assimilating. Mm-hmm. Or you can have somebody on the other side like... Yo, we gonna create our own country here, and we gonna fight. You know, the revolution with mm-hmm. the guns, which that ain't That's, happening, nah. right? You know what I'm saying? But like, but because we all trying to mentally figure out the the way, and but we don't really have the economic resources pulled together to do it. And so, you know, so I understand why sometimes we make decisions. And when I say we Black Americans make decisions that may not always be in the best interest collectively because I think we're trying to figure it out, right? Um, but I, And I think that's and that's why it's tough for us to mobilize because and then just historically, like, you had to try to assimilate sometime, like, and that, that you, you stuff- You have to play just, the game. Yeah. You get, or it was life or death. It's not today, yeah. although it sometimes it, it, I shouldn't yeah. even say that, but like, you know, just your normal day-to-day life on the books were like Jim Crow segregation. You can't live. You come here. We fucking you up or we killing you. Yeah. Like we don't live like that necessarily. They're acts of random terror. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that kind of normalizing of life doesn't exist thanks to civil rights. Mm-hmm. But now we got to get the economics together. Like that's the last piece. I mean, you know, we hear because of Mocha Fi, you know, but like mm-hmm. one of our taglines and it comes from our founders, like, 
you know, economic justice, social justice without economic justice is like one hand clapping. Mm-hmm. That's where Dr. King was when he was assassinated, right? You know, the Poor People's Campaign, working on economics, that was his next fight. Mm-hmm. That was Malcolm to a certain extent, just like being more um, global and working with other folks, understanding that we need coalition. His thing was we need global black pan-Africanism in order to have support here in this country to move the needle. Killed. And mm-hmm. so, and and then it's, I think, just as a country and like, I mean, and as a people, it's like, yo, we just tired of getting killed. Like, I'm generalizing. Yeah. And like, so we just assimilate into things where I think it's time for us to figure out how we mobilize these economics to create systems where we can, I can come to your bank and you don't automatically have this bias. And now we can talk. It doesn't mean that I'm going to lend to you because you got a 500 credit yeah, score, but yeah. it means like, I, I don't have that barrier or I'll work with you. I'll give you the game. I'll pull some resources for the specific for the specific goal of investing and creating equity and ownership. And I think we have to do more of that. Like I'm looking, I think it was, you was talking about Astro World. Was it, um, was it, um, damn, who was it? No, it wasn't him. Um, maybe it was somebody just donated like a million to HBCU, you know? And so like you get some of that, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're going to pay, you know, this graduating class to um, a million dollars, do whatever. And like, that's cool. But that's like a luck shot. That's the lottery. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, not, and, and I'm like you, I'm not pocket checking anybody. I think we got to, all of those things mm-hmm. are great. But why not pool those resources and invest that money, right, into mm-hmm. more folks, even if it's just micro loans of $10,000 I, to get off the ground. Like, I had like very radical like ideas about stuff like this yeah right mm-hmm. um like one of the ideas i had and i don't know how reasonable this was mm-hmm. was i don't know if you know this but you know you can buy towns if you want mm-hmm. like you yeah, can yeah, go yeah, and yeah. buy a town mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i believe uh there was this asian company that bought this town in the midwest and i was just like how dope would it be if we like bought a town and then we had our own school and we had our own bank and we had a, I mean, we did do that with Tulsa and there was, that was a whole thing, but maybe things would be different this time. If we, if we started to build examples of like, Hey, we can go and we can pour our resources, our money, what little we do have mm-hmm. in our, because I feel like because we have so little of all those other things, mm-hmm. we have an abundance of creativity. Mm-hmm. And we could pour all of these into like, you know, just one one project, one one space, one energy, one and mm-hmm. and maybe make change. I, I mean, I don't have I think the that's answers. Part, I think that's part of it. Yeah. I, you know, but I think I think it still starts with a mindset of, of solidarity and and um I don't know if monolithism. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make up a word. But just, you know, having a same thought about empowering our people economically, right? I think it just starts there. So then a town would be dope, right? Mm-hmm. Like that could be dope as, you know, just yeah. like startup communities yeah. in the valley and of course, you know, like that was the, the thinking yeah. incubators, giving people a head start, like, hey, like this is how you start a business. Yeah. Like the microloan is a dope idea. And I think people have done stuff like that before, but I've seen friends of mine get um like grants and um whatever. 
and then or investments and then take it and squander because like there's no education attached to that. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, I, that's why I, it's a good idea. I mean, but I think you can also have that just with mental, with, from a mental perspective, and do the same thing, even if you're in a space where it's not physically collected. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like, and even in both instances, it's still education. It's still of a course. mindset. But but like the tools and the education are here. Like, yo, I love Earn Your Leisure. Yo, yeah, like, I love, yeah, bro, I really like, love what those guys do. All you gotta do is turn that on. Like, and mm-hmm. a lot of it is tactics and things. But like, if you over time, if you don't see anything else, you like, yo, you can get to the bag. Mm-hmm. It's just a change in a thought and the education. Some people so feel like, like it's helpless. Some people feel like stuff like that's a scam or it's not for them. And we're, or, and that and yeah. that's but see, that's why we need more of that at scale. Some people just like now look, every black person is not gonna be successful, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's gonna think it's a scam. Some people mm-hmm. just not gonna get it. Mm-hmm. My thing is, I'm not even trying to me, who am I to yeah. say this? But like I'm not interested necessarily in like saving every black person because every person is not going to be saved some people evil some people dumb some people don't care some people skeptical 100 i'm just saying remove the barriers for those of us who do get it can go out and get it because there are definitely barriers in place traditional financial systems there's another story that came out wells fargo and stuff that was happening and, yeah and, wells and we that. work with them right you know yeah. and we could talk about that and like yeah i didn't know, want to bring that up yeah, because, yeah. I, well you know i mean but that's part of navigation sometimes you gotta have it's a systemic thing so like i think there's it's very clear that there's a systemic culture at wells fargo that has issues that the current ceo and people say they're dealing with right but they're instances so like we work with people who are good people trying to do the right thing, but at the same time, it's a systemic. It's a systemic issue. That's what it goes back to. Reparations goes back to macro level. Like it's a systemic issue. So what we need to do is create new systems. Sometimes there can be location based, but a lot of the system is the system of thinking. Yeah. Like yo, do can I? Does my mind connect with earn your leisure to see that it's not a scam? It's education, mm-hmm. and not really put so much into the individual although they haven't shown anything to be scammy but i'm saying it ain't even about the individual but like all the information that's coming back now you take it use it do your research and move forward and if nothing else you see it's an example so we got to have that system of thinking and Mm -hmm. i think that's all that institutions are at the end of the day financials fundamentals how you see the market how you're successful are the same in this let's just use america's capitalistic economy Mm -hmm. The difference is like who you do business with, right? Like, so if I got an idea and I need to get some capital for it, but I got to go to a system that doesn't value my idea because of the color of my skin, because that's just what's been perpetrated, then it's going to be a little harder. It doesn't mean that it can't happen, but you know, like on the, on a scale, a lot of us aren't getting that look yeah, or having true. that relationship. And so- I think that really is the issue, and that's why I big them up. I think Mochafy, we doing it our way you in terms of city job. relationships, right, and and relationships with traditional banks that have a past that has been regressive and uh, discriminatory. Um, I think, and we don't have all the answers. I think what we do know is that in our DNA, our vision, our mission, we out here trying to bridge this gap and create paths to capital and particularly focus on folks who are at the extreme end. So maybe not even the person who's like, 
yo, I, you know, I got a 620 and like I'm digging into the education. I need some tools. You might be somebody who's like, yo, I'm just check to check at the check cashing spot. I don't even know how to put a deck together mm -hmm. to do a business. Well, that person needs some support and some mm -hmm. investment to get to the next stage, just like many middle class and lower class white folks had and can go and, and get resources and get help. We got to do that for people who have been marginalized, who who don't even have the hope in their mind to think that it could happen. Like, we trying to be that. And that's why, man, I think that's the thing that a lot of infopreneurs and people like, you know, we mentioned EYL because yeah. they, you know, at, at the top and they doing their thing. But there's a lot of people just sharing the game. And I think we got to start educating ourselves, looking at the message and not always the messenger and thinking with this mindset of, I'm going to do what I can to empower my people. It don't mean you got to give all your money away and you don't take care of your family. Um, but think with that mindset, man, politically mm -hmm. and at least having your bag so that when the opportunity comes, maybe to put somebody in office or to have, you know, a pack that may not be as big as some of the others, right? You know, the Koch brothers or what have you, but maybe there's a smaller one to make some yeah. change. But of if you course, don't have the opportunity, if you don't have the resources to start, you can't it's do a, it. Yeah, it's yeah. a snowball effect. Like, yeah, we can't yeah. expect to start at 100, but like right. that, that, that little effect may not change things tomorrow, but... To bring the conversation full circle to yeah. back to our kids, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Um, I always wanted my kids to be like trust fund babies. We mm -hmm. could create that trust for mm -hmm. our people. Mm -hmm. It starts small, but mm -hmm. then we hand it off to the next generation, next generation. Hopefully, like you know, yeah. sometime in the future. Yeah, this is not something we have to keep having the conversation. About. Indeed, not. I, I, I think that's a great way to bring it full yeah. circle. Maybe end it. I think you know we're running a race, and one person passes the baton, and a lot of the things I think. I know we're fighting for, I, I, I think I can speak for you too. We yeah. won't see in our generation, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's about the next generation. So just trying to pass it off, you know what I mean? So like you said, when your yeah. daughters get to the point where they're ready to do their thing, they have resources to just yeah. make that choice. And I think that's just what it's about. I, we, I try to seed, my wife and I seed our kids with a black consciousness, with a historical perspective that's true to be proud of who they are. Mm -hmm. be educated and then our job is to give them the resources to actually just go out and pursue what that is yeah. and hope they do it man and that and that's what mocha is about like mm -hmm. we just like we want to be the place that can channel resources you can't save no one company can save the world man but if we can be a place where folks who are left out or marginalized can be looked at a different way and say all right i'm here to help you yeah you know you you're gonna have to put in some work Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But we got you your back. You don't got to do it alone. You don't have to do That's it alone. Powerful. And many of us have to do it alone or we just don't have it. And we're mm -hmm. trying to change that, man. So... Mm -hmm. That's hey, what man. it's about. That's dope, and I I appreciate you coming out, taking the time to no talk doubt. to me. No doubt. This was this was deep combo. I yeah, didn't think this was we was going to go. Yeah, I didn't think we was going to go this deep. <laughs> I cursed the, a lot yeah. too, man. So nah, hopefully, hopefully, Mokafa don't, oh, don't yeah. kill me, man. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it <laughs> but was it's cool. All, it's it's all. It it's wasn't all gratuitous. In love. You know it's all I mean? in love, man. We're I get passionate. I get upset at what, especially with Buffalo, man. Just you know, this stuff happens. You know, it's just on edge. So you know, if I offended anybody, I'm sorry. But you know, apology. I I saw the. Like someone actually showed me like the uncut video, man. I haven't seen it, and I yeah, don't see it. Yeah, I, yeah, don't, I don't even want to watch, watch it, it, man. I didn't yeah. even know I was looking at it until yeah, I was watching it, and it was yeah, yeah. yeah so, anyways, uh, man, I really appreciate you coming out. Yeah. Um, thanks everybody for listening, and um, this has been Thought Hack. 
I'd like to thank our sponsors, Catalyst Case. This is Reg, and you're listening to Thought Hack.